name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ has ascended. We need a saying for that, right? We feel like we need to say something. So, indeed, he's ascended. Christ has ascended. Indeed, he has ascended. What did he say? From earth to heaven. Okay, let's do that. Christ has ascended from earth to heaven. I like that. That's good. Because that's what we're here to talk about. His ascension from us in glory. So the three Old Testament texts are beautiful. The first Isaiah reading is the establishment of the house of God. So we see this establishment of the house, but more as in a sense of... uh, I'll wait for you guys to sit down here. More of a sense of uh, establishing his house from his throne. And then go through the gates, the second reading. He's going through the gates of heaven to establish his throne in heaven. And the last is that the day of the Lord has come. This day where his, his sacrifice has been accepted. So... Um, We are celebrating that through the Old Testament texts. Um, But first, I think we we come to this place in our liturgical year where we no longer say to each other, Christ is risen. And there's a little bit of um, sadness in that. And a bit how the disciples felt. You know, they were with him for 40 days, and then all of a sudden he was not going to be with them. So there's a little bit for us to kind of comprehend that. Remember, all day today I was saying Christ has risen to everybody I could because uh, I knew this was it. I'm not going to say it anymore, but, you know, in a good way. Um, so I think that there's that sense of, for us, uh, as with the disciples, a bit of sadness because we no longer proclaim with, with that vigor Christ is risen, although we know he has but we, we kind of sit back a little bit with a little bit of, uh, a little bit of sadness that this, is, this season has passed for us. But we move on to another and even a more glorious moment. So we have to understand that we're kind of going from one point of glory to another. It was wonderful that Christ's uh, presence with us for 40 days, but what happened in the ascension was all that he did and all the things he accomplished on earth were accepted by the Father. This was, this was the culmination. This was the moment where he was going to show us that everything he did was accepted by the Father. And so that humanity now sits where? In heaven. We made it. We made it. This is a powerful moment in the life of the church. Humanity is sitting on the throne next to the Father. Humanity has been accepted into heaven. It breaks down for us a little bit of that wall, a bit bit of that distance, right? Heaven's up there, we're down here. Now we have this kind of transition, this vision of this transition from, from Humanity on earth to humanity in heaven. So we, we proclaim and, and, and say with a great enthusiasm for this moment. Yes, it's sad that he's not with us, but he's in heaven. Humanity's in heaven. And guess where you're going? Yeah, that's right. From the mouth of babes, right? To heaven. 
That's where we're headed. It's such an important moment for us. This is, this is a, yes, it's sad that we don't say he's risen, but more so, he's, he's paved the way. He's paved the way for us. So we, we, we in that rejoice with great, with great, uh, with great enthusiasm. Um, so in, the, in Ephesians, we hear this. God has raised us up together and made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He's raised us up together with him so we could sit where? Heavenly places. You're not that excited. You should be really excited. Heavenly places. You get a little tired of this earth and the things of this life. Just a little tired once in a while. Well, God has placed you in a heavenly place. Not only you can, we can kind of touch it a little bit in this life, but more so we anticipate being there forever, through eternity. So my, my encouragement to you is to kind of hold on to that. And let me read this beautiful uh, excerpt from uh, The Year of the Grace of the Lord. A beautiful monk wrote this about this great feast. He says this. Life in heaven is seen somewhat as a postscript, an appendix to a book whose text is formed by this earthly life. Right? Really, the book is about this life, and the postscript is about our time in heaven. But it's the opposite which is true. Our earthly life is but the preface to the book. Life in heaven will be the main text. This text is endless. To make use of another image, our earthly life is but a tunnel, a narrow, dark, and very short tunnel, which opens unto a magnificent, sunlit planet. We think too much of what our life is now. We do not think enough of what it will be. Men have not heard nor perceived by ear, neither hath the eye seen, O God, what he has prepared for him who waits for him. We haven't seen. We can't imagine it. At Matins for this feast, we sang, We who live in this earth, let us feast like the angels. That is to say, let us open our minds more to the angels to try to enter into their feelings, experiencing something of what they experience when the Son returns to the Father. Let us go ahead in spirit and bear and, and be, let us go ahead in spirit and be near the Blessed Virgin Mary and the glorified saints who will be our true co-citizens. For our conversation is in heaven from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our lives would be transformed if, from now on, we threw our hearts over the barrier beyond this world into the kingdom where is found not only our own true good, but also the true good of those whom we love. Throw yourself over the barrier. Christ has ascended from earth to heaven, beloved. Be rejoiced because now we can throw ourselves across the barrier and be with those that have gone before us for the rest 
with our Lord, with the Mother of God, and all the saints. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.